Amika, also known as the Moroccan Angel. If this is our first encounter, I would like to say hi, and I'm happy you're here. If you should find my content spiritually enlightening or informative, I would like to invite you to subscribe to my channel, and please, don't forget to press the like button. Today we're going to be examining the question, was Jesus human? Brace yourself. <laughs> the term human or is from Old French, of or belonging to or from a man or of a man. Human being an earthly being from the earth as opposed to the gods. Now, the Hebrew word for man is Adam, from Adama, meaning ground. So, what distinctly, explicitly qualifies one as a human being is not only the flesh and blood aspect, but it is a being that must be the fruit of a man's body the fruit of his flesh. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 23, in the original testament, Adam said, after the Creator formed Eve uh, from Adam's body, Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, or a female human being, because now I want you to catch this because he's saying because this is the reason why she is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh and shall be called a woman because she was taken out of man. A female that comes forth from a man's body. Now the man and the fruit from the man's body is the physical consistency of flesh and blood. The physical flesh and blood aspect of every human is transferable and have its start with the transference of the seed or semen of the man to the woman. And in this way, by the order and design of the Eternal One, a human being is created. Now this is really extremely, extremely important. I don't want you to miss this. The Eternal One established in the beginning, in the ancient book of Genesis, He established in the beginning that every, every seed will bear fruit after its own kind. After its own kind. This includes the seed of the man. Only a man can produce a man, bearing the biological components that physiologically constructs a man. The spirit of man, what animates him, or what animates the human, is the spirit of the eternal one. It is not flesh and blood. The eternal one, spirit 
and from him came the spirit of man. The fruit from the body of a man is flesh and blood. Man produces flesh and blood. This is what constitutes a human. Jesus confirms this when he said in the New Testament book of John, chapter 3, verse 6, Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Only the flesh can produce flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Only a man can transfer the components necessary to establish a man of flesh and blood. So this is where we've come to. In the book of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 2 through 3, it reads, By this you will know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh, in flesh and blood, a human, is not of God if they don't confess this. Now the Christians teach as by their scriptural text, that Jesus was in fact 100% human. And as you just saw from the verse that we read, if you do not confess this or acknowledge this, that Jesus was in fact 100% human, then you're not of God. Well, to be 100% human, as we previously defined at the very start of the video, a human is one who belongs to, or comes from, or is brought into existence by the fruit of the man's body through the transference of his seed or sperm. Turn to 1 Timothy 2 and 5. And it reads, For there is one God, the God of Israel, and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Now we're seeing something very profound here. The word one, as in, there is one God, is the original Greek word, heis, literally meaning one. Not two, three, one. One singular entity, non-pluralistic. Not three and one, not two plus two equals one, not water, vapor, and ice. Just one entity. Another example given in the scriptures, and there's many, of the word one, to confirm that it is non-pluralistic and that it literally means one, as in one finger, is in the book of Matthew in the New Testament scriptures, chapter 6, verse 27. Jesus was speaking to his disciples and he said, you cannot add one cubit to your stature. Not, not more than one. 
just one. I'm putting emphasis on this because there's so much confusion around it. So when he states, there is one God, one, non-pluralistic, a single entity. Interestingly, he says, and one mediator between God, this one entity, and men. The scriptures distinctly separate this one being from men. The original Greek word for men is anthropos, the human race, that which came about from the very first seed or sperm of Adam, the fruit of his body, flesh and blood. Now we know that the God of Israel is spirit. He's not flesh and blood. And Jesus himself confirms this when he states in John chapter 4, verse 24, that God is a spirit. Now these New Testament scriptures, as we're told, are without error and divine. And interestingly, The scriptures links Jesus to the human race and not to the one God of Israel, the man, Christ Jesus. Anthropos Christos, Jesus. Anthropos, exclusively meaning one who has come forth from the seed of a man a human being, one who comes into existence from the fruit of a man's body, his seed. Listen, if Jesus did not come from the fruit of a man's body, his seed, then he cannot be 100% human. A human being is a human being distinctly because they have come forth from that original seed or sperm of Adam. Tell me, whose seed or semen did Jesus come from? The God of Israel is a spirit, is a spirit, and does not produce the physical seed or semen necessary to implant into the physical womb of a physical woman. A spiritual seed cannot ignite the physical egg of a woman. Take a moment. The God of Israel is not a human, nor is he a man. He cannot reproduce what he is not. In order for Jesus to be 100% human and a man at that, he needs to have the necessary components of a human, meaning coming from the fruit 
of a man's body. The question is, which man? If this particular discussion ignited questions within your mind, that's good. It's never a bad thing to be informed. If you are among those who do your due diligence in studying deeply matters related to the soul and your relationship with the Creator, I wrote a biblically aligned academic study examining the true origin and identity of Jesus. Grab your copy and be prepared for a life-changing experience. I know you'll enjoy it. I'm the Moroccan Angel, and remember, always do what is right. It matters.